Today's date is December 25th, 2021. Archival slot 468 Papa Romeo Lima X-ray. Submit. Sorry to disturb you. I'm looking to speak with Alejandro. Are they available? Is that really who you're looking for? Alpha 17984. Submit. The following recording recounts a series of dreams. The individual will tell their story based on their original interpretation of the dream and without introduction of specialized psychotherapy. The individual will now recount their dream. Well, I had heard about the services that they had to offer many times over. It wasn't a matter of how I was going to become a member of the society. It was only a matter of when in my mind. I scheduled my lunch hour deliberately around the time that I knew him to be in the area. Hearing his knock on the door, I went to see if my calculations were correct. It was him. I opened the door for him and invited him in, but he declined and said his business wouldn't take long. He got straight to the point. Are you a member of the United Order of the Eastern Light? He knew well enough that I was not. I answered him by saying, Well, no, I'm not. No one has ever asked me to join. His reply, Well, it was certainly a big surprise to me. For he said, Ma'am, no one will ever ask you to join the Order. You have to ask to be in the Order. Many times I've thanked God that he stopped by my house to ask me that question, because it gave me the opportunity to tell him that I would love to be a member of the Order someday. Alpha 17985, submit. Hey, Jamie. Jamie. Yo, Jamie. Look at me. Take off your headphones. What? I'm right in the middle. I'm gonna lose my place. You ever heard of the United Order of the Eastern Light? The shit sounds cultish. No, please don't. And no, I haven't heard of that. As always, I try to retain as little of this information as possible. I'm only here until I'm not here, and then I will disappear from your life forever. That will be difficult, considering your fucking dishes are filling my sink. Please, don't. I swear to God, if you weren't family, I'd kick your ass out so quickly. You'd better cut it out on your vocal pattern submission. Improvising and shit. You're supposed to just say the date and the label. Thanks for the job, cousin. Merry Christmas, by the way.
I don't care. Honestly, it's... Whatever. It's fine. I'm happy you're back on your feet. Ellie's off just a bit. Hand me that black sharpie. I don't even know how I'm going to archive this. Is there a file for weird-ass shit? Everything I've heard today has been from the same place, so I've just been archiving them under the company name. That makes sense. I'll do the same unless I can start seeing some significance in the content itself. Okay. I'm diving back in. I'm starting this bullshit self-help tape from 40 years ago. See you on the other side. This audio cassette sleep hypnosis tape is sponsored by your friends at Parallax Industries, where we're always ready ready. Do not listen to this recording whilst in control of a motor carriage or whilst operating machinery of any kind. Oh my god. Do not listen to this recording under the influence of narcotics. small town about 40 miles to the southeast of Louisville. Its population is about 1,100. But don't think that because it's small, nothing ever happens here in Bloomfield and the communities surrounding it. UFO sightings have become almost a nightly experience, and residents have been doing a lot of stargazing since the sightings began about two years ago. They usually happen just outside of town, but not regularly. They've appeared on clear nights and on cloudy ones usually between 10 and 12 here in the evening, out and about. I'd say 25 to 50 people have actually seen the UFOs. Oh, even Betty Jenkins. She herself had an encounter here on a quiet road just to the northwest of town, and you, you know she has it all together. She's the head of the PTA. She describes it as six amorphous balls of light above a treetop. They lit up the sky like daylight. After a while, these things began to move upward. They moved sideways, they would form like looking like a letter of a sort. And any time a car would pass along the road, they would go out. And then, after everything got dark and still again, then one by one, they'd come back on. Or if, if an airplane came over in the vicinity, they would go out. And then one by one, they would come back on. And <laughs> it was quite a sight. Quite a sight indeed. And you may not only need to imagine it yourself. Townspeople of Bloomfield are selling parking spots in their field just to lay in the bed of your truck and look for the lights yourself. Back to you, Charles. Alpha, 17986, submit. My mother was always taking me to these different doctors when I was younger. I honestly can't even recall why I was there, but I never really saw any of them long enough for them to stand out. Except for one office in particular, where I didn't actually, like, see, see a doctor. I sat in a room, alone, for an hour or so at a time. There was a television on, so I could watch that if I wanted to. It seemed like it was geared more for younger, developing kids, though. The text of words laid over pictures of common items like flowers, fruit, or world events. On a side table, there were a few magazines to read if I wanted to, but... 
none of them were of any interest. One day, when I came in and sat, there was a copy of this book. The cover was worn and pages were marked. I wasn't sure if someone had left it there or if it was provided by the office staff. You know how every doctor's office has a few scattered books on their end tables that were just cluttering up the administrative staff's garage? Well, I remember being particularly bored on this day because the television was off and the only entertainment was a string of audio recording being played over a speaker, numbers and words repeated again and again. I also remember having a headache that day. I opened the book to distract myself, but almost as soon as I opened it, the doctor would come into the room with a clipboard and then I was done. I put it back on the table and left. We went back the next week and the book was still there. I left it alone. It was there again the next week, and then again and again. And then one day, I decided to just slip it under my shirt. See where I'm going with this? It had been sitting in my room for years, untouched, so now that I had it, I figured I'd bring it down to the lake and give it a shot. If I got bored with it, I could at least watch people fly off of the blob. Quebec, Tango, 731, Sierra Charlie, 9, submit.